Hello, I'm Teresa Puckett, parent guide and harmonizer and founder of Relational Parents, where we take the baffling challenges that we encounter with our children and use them to create more joy and peace in our families. How do we do it? By waking up to our own power to guide and relate to our amazing children. Welcome to the podcast. So happy that you're here today. Hello. I'm so happy to be here with you for this New Year's episode of Relational Parents focused on the front. So before we even get started, let's just start the new year together. You know what I'm going to say. We're going to breathe, do two or three nice, deep, slow breaths. You can close your eyes if you like. Deep inhale and nice, slow, long Maybe soften your shoulders a little bit. And again. And you do one more while I tell you, do a few more while I share with you what that actually does when you really inhale and let all that air into your belly. There are some sensory cells at the bottom of your lungs and on your diaphragm that get activated. When those are activated, they send the message to your brain that you are safe and you relax a little bit more. When you're in a more relaxed state, What that will do is that will open you up a little bit more to maybe see something different than you might have been able to see before. Certainly something that you would not have been able to see if you were in kind of a stressed out response or you were triggered or you were in a fight, flight or freeze type of um, type of a reaction. So that said i'm so happy to be here with you happy happy new year i wish you and your family all the best and to that end we're going to talk about something that is a topic i i could talk for hours and share and go through so many different fun exercises we're going to keep this a little bit more to the point focus on the front And you may have heard me talk about the front side and the back side. And if you take your hand, if you're, if you're just listening to me, take your hand and hold it in front of your face. If you look on the back side of your hand and then the front side of your hand, a lot of times we're looking at the, the back side of things. And when I say the back side, it's sort of like, you know, oh, I know this, like I know the back of my hand, like I know what's going to happen. I already know this. And a lot of times uh, we're, we're wired, our brains are wired, scanning for the negative. 
because we're scanning to make sure that we're going to survive. And if anything is on the horizon for us, literally back on the savannah, right? Tens and hundreds of thousands of years ago, back on the horizon, if we saw something that was a problem, so we're, we're always scanning, we're looking for the negative. If we know something like the back of our hand, um, we kind of shut off possibility. And so this episode is all about possibility and opening to the possibility on the front of our hand. And when you think about it, when we go to have our palm read, right? They don't read the back of our hand. They read the front of our hand. They read the palm and we look for guidance and we're curious about possibilities that we might not have considered, right? So that's wonderful. So we pair that focus on the front, on the possibility, on the potentially positive things that we are not maybe aware of with the fact that we're entering a new year, a new set of possibilities. We've heard about people we have in the past made New Year's resolutions. We have set goals. We have articulated desires, that is all well and good. And maybe some of that has really worked for us. I don't think I was too old. I was a young teenager maybe. When I looked around and year after year, I would see people around me and myself look in the mirror making resolutions. And then I couldn't remember what the resolution even was by the time March rolled around, let alone the next year, right? So I realized that that resolution, that kind of yes and no, all or nothing, black or white, extreme thinking wasn't really serving. And so what to do, right? Well, I'm going to offer a few possibilities to you. I'm going to serve up a few possibilities and you get to see what feels good to you. Where could you, what feels good to take a step towards? And maybe it's none of this, okay? Maybe it's something totally different that you want to take a step towards. But let's be intentional about it and make a decision. And so one possibility I got an email uh, the other day, actually, it was uh, from someone that I follow uh, in, in business, and it was a wonderful email. It was all about being happy through a decision, and the decision that this woman made was to love what she has, love what she has right in front of her, and not from the standpoint of, I love this so much, I wanna freeze it in time, it's perfect. No, it's love what's in front of me from the standpoint of this is what is presenting. I'm going to embrace it and enjoy it as much as I possibly can. And now I will share with you, I actually didn't plan on sharing this, but it's coming to me to share with you that this is, and, and this was really the first set of holidays that I did not get to spend 
with both of my parents, actually. My father is in a wonderful assisted living facility, but with the COVID um, situation where we are and where he is, they made the decision to give him a choice to say, hey, listen, you know, you can go and visit your family, but if you do, please understand that to keep everyone else safe, you're going to need to self-quarantine for two weeks. And that that's a rough thing for anybody under any circumstances. But when you're self-quarantining, and that means you're not going to be having any personal contact for 14 days, and you know, you're more, obviously we're all more advanced in years than we ever have been, but that's just not a recipe for, uh, for great health, for great psychological health, right? Um, as well as anything else. So my dad wisely made the decision to stay put and have us under the right conditions kind of come to him and visit with him. And that was the way that we got to spend some time with him. So it wasn't in the traditional way. Now, you know, there was a process that I went through. It was kind of like, I mourned, you know, the first Thanksgiving that I ever would be spending without, you know, being in person with my dad at Thanksgiving dinner. And then I thought about this loving what is and loving what I have. And I realized I have had decades and decades of Thanksgiving dinners with dad. And so that's something to be grateful for all by itself that maybe I didn't appreciate as fully until I was faced with not having it. So there it is. So I love what I have, the opportunity to visit him in a different way to be grateful for everything that I've had in the past. And that's just one example. And the woman who wrote this actually was an expat and she wasn't able to visit and be in person with her close, her you know family of origin during the holidays for a number of years. So she talked about how technology had helped to bridge the gap and with FaceTime and Zoom and all these different things. Love what you have, find a way, right? To love what you have. And sometimes we need to massage ourselves to get to a spot where we can love what is presenting. We can do some deep breathing, right? we can ask some powerful questions. What is great about this? Where is the gift in this that I'm not yet seeing? We can ask that and we can get still and listen for the answer. We don't have to come up with the answer we can listen for it as it comes through us. And it can come from a deeper place than our survival brain that's scanning the perimeter and making sure that we're safe and we're not going to be attacked. It's another way of finding abundance in the scarcity, right? 
there's always scarcity and there's always abundance, but will you look and find the scarcity in the abundance or will you find the abundance in the seeming scarcity? I also want to share with you um, a really wonderful idea and quote, and it's actually become something I've written down on several index cards. It's a mantra of mine now. And I, I do believe it. I guess I, on some level, have believed it for a long time, but I heard it articulated um, last year. And I'm so grateful. I, uh, I have it right in front of me right now, actually. So I won't, uh, I won't mess up the words. Everyone is having the experience that most serves their expansion and most serves their growth. And if we try to think about that and we try to make real sense out of it, our brain gets in the way and throws things up and, and throws all kinds of things out at us but this person is less fortunate than I am and da, 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 what, you know, whatever your thoughts are and beliefs that come up. For me, it's very humbling and very calming to know deep that there is another power besides my brain. There is another intelligence and infinite intelligence and we have we humans different humans have different words for this infinite intelligence god jesus buddha there are so many different names for it source but to know that it is in existence and that everyone is having the experience that most serves their expansion is very, very comforting. And you might be in a place right now where you can take hold of that and take some comfort in that and really use that to get yourself into the space of loving what is and finding abundance in what is presenting itself to you maybe as scarcity. And you might not be in that place. You might be in a place where you're, you're hearing resistance in your head, so many flavors of resistance. That's okay. That's exactly what needs to be happening, where you need to be. Don't make that resistance wrong. Listen to it, breathe with it, and see what comes up for you in the stillness. I think we've all had experiences in our life where we've experienced some big disappointment, big disappointment, whether it was with regard to a job or a school or a relationship or a child, a big disappointment that with 
the passage of some time showed itself in a different way. And we were able to look back and see that actually there was a gift there. It didn't feel like a gift at the time. There was a gift and there was a lesson that could be learned and brought forward to others that we would come into contact with in our lives. That's another way for us to find the path to loving what is and loving what we have, right? Because if we remember back to a disappointment that we had, but that disappointment led to another experience that led to a wonderful relationship. And without that disappointment, we might not have had that relationship that was so life-changing. See if you can look back and find something in your life that was disappointing or tragic, traumatic at the time and see what good has been able to grow out of that. I'm wishing you a very, very happy new year. And I look forward to stepping with you on this part of your journey. I also look forward to the next episode where I will see you. Take good care. Be well. Bye for now. If you enjoyed this podcast and something resonated for you, I invite you to go get my new free parent energy tuning series. The free series includes 11 video shorts for greater connection with your child. Get it today at relationalparents.org forward slash parent energy tuning.